This is the Ignition Show, an after-show edition. Hello, everyone, and welcome to or welcome back to the Ignition Show. I'm Chris Jansen, host of the Ignition Show, and today is what we call our after-show. It's a special edition where we look back at the most recent interview and pull it apart to see how the ideas have impacted us. Us, by the way, refers to my wife and business partner, Sarah, and I. We're learning too, and not only have we created this podcast to help provoke, inspire, and fuel your greatness, but we're on our own journey. We want to learn and grow as individuals and as a couple, and hey, we're human too. We have days and moments when we're crushing it and plenty of moments when we're not. So the After Show episodes are here to deepen the learning, to speed the implementation of the ideas from our great guests, and to master the achievement of your greatest dreams in order to live an extraordinary life just the way you want it. We're excited to be on this journey with you side by side, moving forward with the entire Ignition Show community. Today, in this episode, Sarah and I are going to discuss what we learned and what stood out for us in the episode Transform Your Body from the Inside Out with Kyle Brown. We'd love to hear what stood out for you too. So please go to our Facebook group, join if you haven't yet, and let us know what you heard from Kyle that impacted you. It's time to ignite the spark within you. So let's get to the episode. Okay, so the biggest thing, I I just listened to it earlier this morning. So we're recording this in the afternoon. I listened to it this morning. And the biggest thing that um, I took away was just, first of all, let me just say I was not... I was not familiar with his business. I was not familiar with his clientele. I, you know, you had mentioned him to me before. I was looking forward to this interview, to hearing this interview, but I really went into it knowing very little. And the biggest thing that I took away was like, wow, he's working with all these celebrities and elite clientele, for lack of a better word, successful clientele. Presumably he has a higher price point for his for his fitness coaching business. But what amazed me and what struck me, and maybe because we're semi-obsessive about mindset, is that even though he's focused on health and fitness and body shape, presumably for his entertainment celebrity clients, it's so much about mindset. Mm. He said he mentioned 50% or more of what he talks to them about or coaches them on is their mindset which truthfully kind of gave automatically gave me you know had gave me more respect for him and what he does because i think i see so many people focused on fitness and health and their my stereotypical thoughts of that is you know your food plan your your workout routine and just the fact that he said the first thing he does with any of his clients is talk about, all right, let's let's write out your eulogy. Mm. I'm like, whoa, that's taking like three or four steps back from the quote unquote body type or fitness level or shape or weight. It's like, how does this fit into your bigger life goals? And that was just like, that kind of made me sit up in my chair and want to listen to, mm. to more of the interview. Uh, for me, that, that plays right into this, this comment about asking thoughtful questions. Questions that make you slow down and think. And the question of what does your eulogy look like is a pretty big question for, for a lot of people. 
we all have the same fears. And I can remember back, oof, probably 20 years ago when I started getting interested in success stuff, that it really was a really dawned on me that for whatever reason, I was thinking of the president of the United States at the time, uh, thinking, yeah, even the president of the United States has, is, has fears, has insecurities or doubts. And if, that, if they have that and I have that, then that can't be the reason why I'm not the president. Right? It can't be the defining factor when you've got these limiting beliefs or same, uh, similar fears. Um, and too many people believe their fears and believe that because they have that fear or doubt or unknown, that that's the reason why they don't have their success. And yeah. it's never the reason. Completely. I mean, you just talking about the President of the United States just then made me think, so earlier this year I read the book Becoming by Michelle Obama and she talks about the entire process and they had lots of fears and doubts that they, it may or may not work or, mm. but it was their, the driving force behind it was they wanted to make a difference. And that reminded me just, just now, it, you know, that's exactly what Kyle talked about is that part of the mindset work he does is acknowledging and just being truthful and honest with yourself and with your coach that yes, this is holding me back. You know, th this is my, I'm not enough. I have imposter syndrome. However, that shows up for you. I have these fears. But what I loved about him um, is that he's like, one, the difference between, let's say, you and I and these celebrity clients that he's having is that they take action anyway. Mm. Mm. You know, they don't let these fears get in their way. And, um, and they don't limit their potential. Yeah, they, there's no ceiling on the potential. There's no ceiling on the potential, yeah. which is just such a crazy paradox to hold those two thoughts in your mind. But I, it resonated me so resonated with me. I listened to this episode before going to yoga, and then I, on the way back from yoga, I'm like, huh, that was the one thing that kept coming up in my mind. Was one, they all have these fears, they do it anyway, and they don't limit their potential. Yeah, it is kind of a it is a paradox because it's like one foot on the gas, one foot of the brake. The gas is I've got all this potential, I want to go, go, go. The brake is I'm afraid, I don't know if I can do it, am I an imposter, etc. I gotta like hold off a little bit. And for most people, they can burn a lot of energy slamming the gas to the floor, the pedal to the metal, and slamming the brake at the same time, and they end up burning their engine, blowing a tire. And what he's saying basically is that what really the, the distinction of those who really do excel is they might have a foot on the gas and the brake, but the, ga the brake doesn't stick. Yeah. The, the, the fear doesn't stick. It's like, okay, I've got this. It's the old adage of feel the fear, do it anyway, or find a way. Find or find a, a coach. To, or find a coach. Sure. <laughs> find someone like Kyle who's going to help you. Hire, hire Kyle. Hire Kyle who's going <laughs> to help you get past that fear. Exactly. I mean, the other thing that, that was kind of an, um, a really neat thing to hear about, you know, how Kyle deals with people is that, um, yes, he's focused on fitness and health and presumably body goals, especially with entertainment celebrities. But he says, um, if you focus on that as your outcome and the reason you're coming to see me, it's not going to be sustainable. So his job is to help people find that bigger why, that bigger purpose as to why they're trying to transform their bodies or get into better shape or be healthier or look for greater longevity. 
It's like, if, because if you focus on just losing the weight, yeah, you might get there, but it's not going to be sustainable. But if you focus on how this is going to add more energy to your life, how it's going to let you be more successful in business, make, make more money, have better relationships, have more time with your kids, huh, not only are you going to get that goal, but you're also going to make more time in your day to achieve it and to sustain it. Well, that totally makes, totally I think about how that applies to us, right? We have talked as we've been planning on the business side, planning the podcast side, wanting to make this thing happen, is we both acknowledge that we can easily, um, it's easy to get caught in the day-to-day totally. and lose sight of the bigger picture, but also not only lose sight of the big picture, but lose sight of the drive behind the bigger picture to overcome the daily obstacles. So there's a reason why, as we're talking here, I can look up at the wall and see our vision statement, our mission statement, the impact that we want to have, the problems we're trying to address, and how we want to make a difference. There was a reason we decided to start off our weekly team meetings by standing in front of that poster and reading it out loud. Because we recognized early on in this journey that we're currently on that, you know, people who are, who are really successful often say but they really understand their why they have that vision yeah and we both recognize for ourselves that we've gone through phases of life where we have been very good at having a clear vision or at least ambition or at least goals you know annual goals whatever it may be we've been very successful at achieving those um, and yet as the world gets busier our lives get busy we're mer- we've recently merged our lives we um, are going to expand our family that we know that there are going to be more and more distractions which is easy to throw up a lot of noise in front of us that if we and, and therefore and potential excuses and potential excuses and reasons why today wasn't as productive or that project is delayed or or whatever else and so um so yeah it, it absolutely it's a reinforcement to me the power of how we have started things and maybe that's a good reminder for us we can even dial that up a little bit more of of using our why to pull us not just pull us forward but pull us through obstacles and hurdles and fears or doubts or whatever that may, may come up yeah and i think just listening to kyle say that i mean it was it was um a relatively smaller point that he made but the implications so it's not just the initial result you're looking for. And we can relate this back to our own life, our business, our life goals, you know, any any aspect of our life. It's not just about that one result. It's the it's the domino effect of how else does it improve your life? Yeah. You know, and, and building that why to be a greater why, which just makes you make time for that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The other thing that, that relates to well, yeah, relates to that is you know it's a comment again a passing comment he made but it just really resonated with me and i've probably said it dozens of times but what you focus on expands Mm. and um you know even you think back to the his area of expertise you want to change your body are you what do most people focus on they focus on the ugh. they focus on the ugh. yeah i don't have time Ugh. i don't feel so great Ugh. i'm losing my figure Ugh. whatever whatever and the more you focus on that, the more you like that, that, that. That's not energizing, right? Right. Um, so what you focus on expands, and that goes for any kind of ambition. That the more attention you put into put on something, the more intention that creates within you. 
and the more likely you are to make progress in that area. Yeah, and I think you made a really good point. It's, you know, the people he sees that make the greatest progress are the people that come in with the, I forget how he phrased it, but it was the best thoughtful or insightful questions. Thoughtful questions, yeah. Thoughtful questions. So those are the people that have come in thinking, okay, this is what my life realistically looks like now. How will this change? So I have a, a big bad, a big badass why, but that requires change in my life. How does that, how is that change going to impact my life on a daily basis? And the people who think through that and come come to the you know, come to the table with a really good sense of what's important to them now and what they're willing to um, change or alter or you know make Sacrifice, sacrifices. Yeah. Those are the people that are most successful. Yeah. So that that's one point that I have a big star beside in my notes, uh, which we talked a little bit about in the interview was the, the radical being radically honest with your situation. Yes. And cut out the safety bumpers. I've I put a big big star next to that one because. You know, as you and I have talked about in recent weeks, that there's there's been something brewing within me that I want to make some bigger kind of um, not bigger changes necessarily, but something that really marks a change. You know, as we've you've moved, been talking about that for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost too long, too long for my own liking. Uh, but as we've moved into a new house last year, we got married, um, we're having a baby, and we're growing a business. And I still got a pile of mail that I haven't opened for a while, and things are messy, and you know, there's boxes lying around. It's just like I just feel like it's time to cut the cord on some things to get uber, um, not uber, well, it will result in uber focus, but really it's about streamlining. It's about being at that stage where being radically honest about where I really want to spend my time and energy and what it just is not important, but within that, what is very important. It's important for time on the business, but it's important time on my health. It's important for us to have time together outside of the business. And there may not be much room for other things. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that in principle. But that's where the radical honesty comes in. It's like, what am I really, what do I need to be okay with for this phase of life? Whatever that's a three-month, a three-year thing, I don't know. But, um, but it's not just looking at Looking at it with radical honesty, which is which for me, I I take that as um, calling it like it really is, not like what I want it to be like. Calling it like getting radically honest about what are my frustrations, maybe about where I'm making personal progress, where I'm not, where the business is, where I'm not, um, and uh, you know, even radical honesty is to what in our house is working for me or not or how my days are structured whatever it may be but the beauty that we have is we have absolute flexibility to design our days the way we want them yeah and it's uh, it's been an adjustment since working in the corporate world but um it's just a good time to reset that so that was a that was a big point and um the, the cutting out the safety bumpers not softening things just calling it like it is and working with you to See, make sure we do stuff that works for us. Yeah, and kind of along those lines. Although I'm going to take it um, in a different, different, uh, like direction. different direction. Thank you. Because um, I know we want to keep these after shows pretty tight. 
the one the the thing I really really liked about Kyle is that yes he's he's his clientele are all these celebrities and he didn't he didn't name anyone but presumably they're you know famous actors or actresses or rock stars or CEOs you know celebrity business people and yet he mentioned having you know young children you know a young son and young daughter and he so he's a real person and he's he's dealing with the same stuff you and I are dealing with or people listening to this are dealing with with social media and he talks about you know how social media does us no favors in helping our self-worth because we're comparing and we've you and I have talked about this a lot Um, social media has so many benefits one of them is not helping self-confidence or <laughs> self-worth when you go to it. Hashtag understatement. <laughs> exactly. Especially in, in Kyle's world with fitness and health and, and beauty or shape. Hollywood, yeah. Hollywood. And he mentions, you know, not only do we are you comparing yourself to everyone's best version of themselves, which we all hear about the, you know, the right filter, the right angle, the right posture. And then he goes one layer further because these are the people he's working with. You're comparing yourself to people who have had plastic surgery. So their bodies physically, naturally wouldn't look like that. And yet we're comparing ourselves to that, thinking that we're not enough. And I just loved how he related that, not just to his clients, but also to his young daughter, for example, and, and how this is something that we need to be conscious about, not only for ourselves, but how we raise our kids. Yeah, and that makes me think of the quote. I wish I could remember who I could attribute to you right now, but I, I can't. I know I've got the image somewhere on my computer. But the, the, the big problem we create for ourselves is that we compare our behind-the-scenes footage with everyone else's highlight reel. Completely. So the highlight reel is what gets on the, the major news and the highlights and everyone you know, shouts and screams and cheers for the people when they're absolutely at their best moments. And we compare what we look like in the mirror when we roll out of bed after no sleep and the baby's been crying, or I've been traveling for a week and we're exhausted, or what we don't look like, look like when we don't have makeup on or not in our best, best clothes. And so we see ourselves for all our faults and flaws 24-7. We see people on social media in a moment that's, that's maybe been edited, but certainly has been self, that has been selected as a highlight moment for the most part. And even though we might know that intellectually, sometimes we forget that. Completely. And I think that for me, that takes me to the last point that I think Kyle nailed it was the myth. No one's watching. Yeah. Nobody, I won't say nobody cares, but no one is analyzing and watching us. And certainly no one that matters is. And it's the old adage of when I'm 18, I spent worried, worried so much about what people thought about me. When I was 38, I stopped worrying about what people thought about me. When I was 68, I realized no one was thinking about me. <laughs> And sometimes we need to look far into the future to get the, the greatest wisdom that we can apply to us right now. And I think uh, for us as we're building this business and wanting to do things our way, both of us are keen on some of the details and what we go to market with. But the reality is people only care what impact we have on them, not how we necessarily do it. Completely. And looping back to the very first point, is just do it anyway yeah you know we might not think we're enough at the time or 
rolling out of bed after a week of travel, baby's crying, whatever that looks like or feels like, just do it anyway. And don't put a limit on your potential. So um, my back, you know, behind behind the scenes might not look like anything like someone's highlight reel but geez just do it anyway yeah just like like kyle's 40 year old self said to his 20 year old self and a 60 year old self said his 40 year old self. it's like mm, the answer is the same and the answer probably is the same for most of us we can do more than we think we can you're doing a great job just keep going just keep going i love it so there you have it our after show edition following the interview with Gary LeBlanc on Finding Purpose. As always, if you like what you hear, subscribe, rate the show, or leave a review in iTunes. It helps others find us and helps us get better. We actually read every single review and comment that comes through iTunes, Facebook, and our website and respond to as many people as we can. We especially love hearing your real live voice, and you can leave comments and questions for us to include in future episodes as an audio message by going to theignitionshow.com connect. That's theignitionshow.com slash connect. And we really love to build a community around you and your questions. And remember, whatever you dream of, whatever you hope for and secretly wish you had, you're closer than you think you are, you're meant to have it, and you absolutely deserve it. Until next time, I'm Chris Jansen, and this is The Ignition Show.